Fun Ideas Productions presents the Fun Ideas Podcast. We see the syphilitic shrinking obelisk. The white man's wilting dick. The smiling lie of the televised hive. The witches are watching with their thousand eyes. Witches are watching with their thousand eyes. We smell rotten teeth that speak beyond belief. Hi, this is Mark Arnold, and welcome to Fun Ideas Podcast number 69. This episode is sponsored by the fine folks at Lee's Comics. Attention comic book fans, Lee's Comics of Mountain View, California has closed. But here's the good news. Lee's Comics eBay store is still going strong with over 10,000 vintage comics, the majority of which are now on sale for half off. Choose from Lee's huge stock of golden, silver, bronze, and modern age comics, and specializing in Silver Age Marvel titles. You can count on friendly service, accurate grading, and quick, secure shipping backed by a money-back guarantee. To check out Lee's eBay store, go to eBay. Click Advanced Search to the left of the search bar, scroll down to Sellers, and enter Lee's Comics, Inc., period. That's L-E-E-S-C-O-M-I-C-S. I-N-C, period. Don't forget the period. Lee's Comics is shipping daily with no delays. New items daily. Mention the Fun Ideas podcast and get a free bonus gift. The following interview was recorded prior to the COVID-19 shutdown. Any appearances mentioned by our guests have either been postponed or canceled. We hope that you and your family are coping during this pandemic. The final episode of this season was scheduled for the first week in May. But since many are quarantined, I have decided to do a few more new episodes during the summer break. Let me know what you think. And here are some recent comments about this podcast. I really appreciate the kind words. Here's a five-star review on iTunes from The Bucket of Blah Blah. It says, Great guest, skilled interview. Arnold has a good pop culture pedigree, so he gets terrific guests and knows the right questions to ask. The ideas presented are indeed fun. Another one from Gallery. Informative and fun interviews of comic insiders. I just listened to Mark Arnold's interview with Peter Bagg. It was excellent. Great history on the hows and why Mr. Bagg got into comics and interesting insights of his career. And here's another one that's on Podomatic from Julia Cole. This is a great interview with P. Bag, one of my favorite artists. I've been buying his work since the weirdo days, and I have a complete collection of both neat stuff and hate. This was a real treat to listen to. And now the Fun Ideas Productions news. I'm still waiting for the Warren Kramer book, and I just turned in the Total Television Scrapbook. Beetlefest has been postponed from March to October 2020, and our travel agency has also been postponed for the time being. 
I am currently working on articles about Hee Haw, Sid and Marty Croft, Underdog, and The Pink Panther for Back Issue Magazine, as well as The Mad Book and possibly a Disney book. Our guest today is back, and she wants to talk restaurants. Here she is, Denise McKinney. Okay, on the phone today, I have the return of Denise McKinney. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me back. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. Well, um, wanted to discuss your love for restaurants, because you don't just go to, like, a Denny's or McDonald's or something like that. You try to seek out some really weird ones, and so that's why I kind of want to discuss what what qualifies the restaurants that you tend to go to, and uh, what restaurants do you miss, and uh, what ones do you still want to get to on your uh, list? Okay, well, you know, I... I wouldn't say weird is the the choice word for restaurants, but, uh, I mean, well, clearly, if you see me, I like to eat, right, you know, but I like dining, and I like history, so I always think it's great to mix the two, and I like to go to vintage restaurants and bars, you know, places that have been around forever, uh, just because, one, most importantly, they're disappearing, right, right? Yeah. Um, and that's a whole lot of different reasons, Um one is rent, right, or, you know, the property gets sold. Um, a big reason vintage restaurants are disappearing is just the original family owners uh, pass away and the, their kids or grandkids don't want anything to do with it. So <laughs> they end up getting sold or closed down. And uh, the big another big reason is just people in general now don't eat that way anymore um some do (laughs) but just no it's the taste of people are changing and i'll I'll get more into that but i do enjoy going to to old school restaurants um you know it's been different every time i go but i you know i really enjoy it and i always like introducing people to old cool restaurants Mm -hmm. so what are some of the like great ones or good ones you've been to in the last couple months or so well uh, i do live in southern california so we do have quite a bit of old restaurants famous restaurants um and that are still around um lately and here's the problem i run into so <laughs> why are you laughing no it's true so um well here's the but here's the big problem though so I did not create... There's a list out there. I did not create the list. Oh, okay. But years ago, okay. when I came upon the list, uh, I just noticed, oh my god, I've been to quite a few of these restaurants already. So I kind of was like, well, you know, let's see what's on the list, you know, when we're looking for somewhere to go. And it went from there. So that's why um, I don't always go off the list. And not every cool old restaurant is on the list. Mm-hmm. But... You know, I like having something down on paper, you know, or uh, that way it's just something to go back and look at. But the problem I come across is, do I go to a new old restaurant or do I go to an old, old restaurant? Because <laughs> Explain. <laughs> well, no, because some of the restaurants I do go to are really good. Right, and I, I enjoy going. Oh, I see what you mean. I, right? <laughs> I thought you I meant like, it's new, like it's retro or something. It's like, okay, or something like that. No, no, okay, no, no, I get what you mean. Okay. Just off, off the list, right? So right. there's restaurants I've been to where, oh, I enjoyed it, and I want to go back. No, um, you can never go again. 
that's right. But but then I feel like, well, I should go off the you know, you know, scratch another one off the list. So, because uh, not what year are we in? Twenty twenty. So I want to say two thousand and eighteen. Uh, it did seem like my vintage restaurant dining was full steam, and that's when I hit one hundred finally wow. uh, at the end of two thousand eighteen. Uh, now some of those restaurants were closed down in between the beginning of the list and you know now um so that's always happens too but um lately you know i've been hitting a lot more of mexican restaurants um i i think just because um that's a change because a lot of and we can talk about this so a lot of vintage restaurants classic restaurants a lot of them still have that kind of eating dining like i was mentioning earlier so a lot of it is heavy food you know um american comfort style food and mm. sometimes it's fun like uh when you go to like musso and frank's or lowry's um they still incorporate the very old school way of dining and it's really interesting and actually educational like when you go to musso and frank's which is on hollywood boulevard it's been there since 19 19- 18 and wow. everyone just saw it in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood but it's it's exactly like you see it in the movie. Everything is exactly the same. So when you go and you're like, oh I want an appetizer it's really old school stuff like celery stuffed with blue cheese and you know, like, <laughs> things, things you don't get anymore or um, do they, oh, they have, I think they start like tomato aspic and stuff wow. and i'm like oh you know gross but <laughs> I was gonna say, do, still, you, do you try any of this stuff or are you just like i did oh, okay. i know i got the celery um and i you know i it's fun to kind of eat that way and it, but here's <laughs> the thing with musso and franks it's still good like they're their their chefs are great their bartenders they've all worked there a million years and it's really great Right. You go to some vintage restaurants and they're not so great. Right. Cause either they just don't care anymore. Um, you know, uh, they're they're not sourcing the food like they used to. So it's you know a fine line, but you know, Musso and Frank's proves that you can be a vintage restaurant and do it right. Yeah. I've been to a lot of bad vintage restaurants <laughs> and. Um, I've been to some good ones, but that's why I think I've been getting the Mexican food lately because it seemed like a while we were just hitting, like, American dining comfort food kind of restaurants. Um, and if you do notice, if you go on the list, you don't start getting more of the ethnic foods to at least hit, like, the 60s, mm-hmm. even the early 70s. You'll have, like, Chinese food, but it's all American gross Chinese food. Right. You know, like, it's not authentic once you hit like late 60s early 70s you start seeing more uh like japanese restaurants indian food things like that mm-hmm. um i even want to say like the first real thai restaurant in la on the list i don't even think shows up until you hit like the 1970s mm-hmm. so the good thing is because we are in the year 2020 vince you know 30 years ago is only 1990 Okay. So, so she's you know the girl who started the list incorporating more me. stuff from the 1980s mm-hmm. in there. So the the variety is getting better for now, vintage dining. Now, who created this list? Uh, there's I forgot her name now, but she's oh. a blogger on some website that deals with LA stuff, and she just started it because um, she liked all the signage, mm-hmm. and it's kind of grown from there. And she adds stuff 
um, every month, I think, she mm. updates it. And that's helped me in a way because I she'll add restaurants I've been to mm. that weren't previously on the list, so it bumps up my numbers. So yeah. I'm like, all right, magically, I, I gained five new restaurants overnight, you know. <laughs> but, um, no, she's very thorough. Like I said, um, there's stuff, met, you know, not on there, but, mm-hmm. you know, it, it eventually gets added, mm-hmm. you know. And I've discovered um, a lot of places I didn't know about, because it's true, you do just hear about the Musto and Franks, the Cantors, the you know the the famous yeah. LA restaurants. But there's a lot of restaurants that no one's heard of that are equally good or have been around just as long. Yeah, you could probably say that almost anywhere. But yeah, <laughs> my, yeah, yeah. Um, my familiarity more is in the San Francisco Bay Area, and so I know things there. Although I did live in LA briefly as a kid, um, but I know certain rest. I know certain restaurant chains that were down there that I don't even know if they're around anymore. Um, I could rattle a few off, and you can tell me, because I haven't been to L.A. I was there a year ago, but I did a quickie, quickie trip to do another podcast, (laughs) and uh, Stu's show, and uh, I was there a year ago also to do a documentary on Harvey, but I didn't really set foot in any restaurants because it was all taken care of, so... (laughs) <laughs> um, um, ones I remember as a kid down there is like me and Ed's Pizza. That's I mean, uh, that's still around, and one of the locations is on the list. And oh, I did okay. go. It was the one in Lakewood, California, which is still there. So that that is there and on the list. Why is that one on the list? Uh, is it just because of that specific? That's a location? good question. Um, cause there's <laughs> other, no, no, because you're right. Cause there's other me and Ed's. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that's the only one that's still around or the fact that maybe it's pretty original in okay. there. Okay. Um, I, I did notice, like, the ovens looked old, and they even said, like, me and Ed, on like, they were made specifically for me and Ed. Okay. Um, but, no, that's a good question. I should go back and read it to see if that's <laughs> the last one. But yeah. it is on the list, you know, so it's it's legit. So. Yeah. Well, I know, like, in, in going back to Northern California for a second, like, uh, Round Table Pizza, the, the original one is still there. It's in, uh, I believe, Menlo Park, California, which is halfway between San Jose and San Francisco. And it's just a smallish place compared to other locations. I don't know if Ra- uh, Round Table's down in L.A. or not, but I, I think it was when I was a kid. But <laughs> It is. Yeah. Um, I didn't know it was from Northern California, so that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. But, um, no, we still have round tables out here yeah. yeah okay and then another one as a kid uh, i don't even remember if this restaurant was any good but it was i think an italian restaurant called vince's of ontario oh i love vince's spaghetti oh, yes. okay <laughs> i've been there <laughs> we're talking no. 40 years ago so i don't know <laughs> no no it's there so the original is there in ontario right yeah. vince's spaghetti yeah. although um when it started, it actually advertised French dip sandwiches almost more than the spaghetti. Uh-huh. Um, but I think just the spaghetti is so delicious, it kind of overtook it. You can still get French dips there, but when I go, it's like I'm always like, oh, I'm going to try it. But then I'm like, no, I want the spaghetti, you know. <laughs> but um, they did, like, break out a little bit and open up some other locations. There was one in Redlands and one in Torrance. Now there's just the original, and then there's one in... Uh, Rancho Cucamonga, a.k.a. Cucamonga. Um, but where that location is, is interesting because it's next door, uh, I'm sorry, next door to the Magic Lamp Inn, which is a classic vintage restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's across the street from Sycamore Inn, which is another old, old classic restaurant. And it's all right there on 
Foothill Boulevard, which is Route 66. So ah, okay. the, the, the second Vince's there is actually a really great location. The spaghetti tastes the same at both locations, both just as good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I remember uh, this is supposedly an upper class place, and I ate there a couple of times. Velvet Turtle is that long gone or? Uh, those are gone. Okay. Um, I never got to go to a Velvet Turtle. I remember seeing them when I was a kid, but I think they've been gone since the nineties. Okay. Um, I do have some. They have a menu from there, and of course matches. But no, the Velvet Turtle was pretty pretty big at the time. So yeah, yeah I totally. Yeah understand how you remember that one and uh let's see jolly roger that was kind of like a family restaurant yeah that's uh not there that was across from disneyland there's one there and there is also one in redondo beach i believe yeah that sounds about right yeah (laughs) Uh, no uh, the one across from disneyland was there for quite a while but um I, I'm not, I've gone, I'm sure I got sucked into the convention center oh, okay. because I think on that corner it's just nothing but the convention center now. So okay. that's what happened at the Jolly Roger, unfortunately. Okay. And then, um, let's see. This one I didn't go as a kid, but I went, you, you mentioned uh, French dip. I think it's French dip. Uh, Felipe's? Isn't that? Yep. Yeah, is that still around? That's still there and um, still pretty good. And it's funny you mention that because, you know, for people who don't know, you know, Philippe's and Cole's, another restaurant, had like the French dip or, as I call it, because they both (laughs) uh, took credit for inventing the French dip. And so there's always people that like Cole's versus Philippe. Um, Even, and I, I have matches from both. And it's funny because... Whoever the salesman was, the match salesman, talked them into it, but they both have the same stock art of a chef holding a sandwich, but it's for both locations. So I don't know what happened <laughs> once they saw that. They're like, what? But um, no, and then Kohl's is still around, but unfortunately, the people who own Kohl's, uh, it went downhill after that, mm. are the same people who bought Clifton's Cafeteria, mm. and you know how I feel about that, and now they don't even serve food there anymore. So mm. for French dips, Go to Philippe's, and okay. um, a place that's really underrated for their French dip, surprisingly, is Cantor's. So um, if you're at Cantor's, try their French dip because it's actually pretty good. Not, I, I would say Philippe's is the best, but I would give Cantor's a good second on that French dip. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, one time I was down there years ago, uh, and with an ex-girlfriend, and she says, "I want to go to Pink's Hot Dogs," and it's like, uh, "Okay, okay." <laughs> and we uh, ate there, and I, I didn't, I wasn't that impressed, but I was uh, curious about your thoughts. Obviously, I just uh, got them. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Um, one, I, I don't like waiting in line. Yeah. And the line's always crazy there. I won't wait. Uh, okay, I have never eaten anything where I've been like, oh, like the wait was worth it. Right. I mean, I'll wait a half hour. Anything more than that, I'll leave because I, I really, I don't think I've had anything my entire life that was worth waiting longer than a half hour. But uh, I like Pink's hot dogs. I don't like their chili, hmm. right? And that's what they're they're supposedly known for. Um, I've had worse vintage <laughs> restaurants, but I, yeah, I, I am not a fan of Pink's. If you want a good hot dog, I would go to Carney's, hmm. which is on. There's two locations. One's on the Sunset Strip. One's in the valley, but uh, they're in an old rail car, 
like a legit real train car and they have chili dogs chili burgers um way better than pinks and you can sit even like outside and it's great because you're right there on the strip <laughs> you, you get the great view and and the hot dogs are actually really good there so uh yeah i would go to carney's way before pinks <laughs> um let's see um and then <laughs> actually, unlike most of my shows, I actually did a little bit of research, but I was just kind of killing time. Look, uh, cur- curious about what happened to certain restaurant chains. And oh, yeah. uh, one of them actually was in business until last year, although off and on. And I was wondering if you got to it before they closed. It's Farrell's Ice Cream. Oh, yes. Well, I uh, had my birthday party at Farrell's. Uh, I want to say in 2014. Yeah. So I did. Now, um, I went. I was a child. I went once to the original Ferrell's, and then we tried to go back, and it was closed down. My local Ferrell's, which was in Huntington Beach, California. So when they brought it back, um, there's they opened up one in Riverside, actually, not too far from my house. So uh, I went there probably like four times when Mm -hmm. it was still open. Um, The ice cream was fine. They used Thrifty's ice cream, which was delicious. Right? I have no complaints about that. no, I had my birthday party there, and of course it's loud, yeah. you know, And um, but it was on, I don't know if you saw this, but it was on The Prophet, that show, and uh, yeah. I used to watch, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine, go ahead. No, um, so if you saw it, or if anyone saw it, he went to Farrell's to like save them, because they were, you know, broke, and he was like, oh, it's too loud in here, the noise is just too much. Uh, you're at Farrell's. What, what did you expect it to be, right? Like, you go there because it's loud, you know? And, um, you know, and then he made them change. Like, he got rid of the Thrifty's ice cream and all kinds of stuff. Oh. And, of course, it, it went out of business shortly after. So, right. unfortunately, uh, maybe they were doomed anyways. But at least they got some, you know, 15 minutes of fame being on the show. I don't know. But right. I, I did go to Farrell's, and it was fine. Well, when you went, uh, was it more like, was it like it was in the old days or completely different? No, it was, um, I mean, if I remember correctly, because I was a kid, but no, it was loud. Yeah. And they had the pig's trough and the zoo, and you're sitting there, and every five seconds, you know, it was like, woo! Right. <laughs> someone's birthday. So um, the, the food was crap. The actual yeah. food was crap. Well, I but, remember um, that as a kid. The food was crap. It was yeah, like you, yeah. you went there but for the ice, ice cream. But the ice cream was fine. <clears throat> um, they all dressed the part. I remember when we went for my birthday, because mm-hmm. um, it was in March, so they had a guy dress up as a leprechaun. <laughs> like, they took the shortest guy who worked there, like, okay, you're the leprechaun, and, but he still had the handlebar mustache, so, or, you know, like, the the curly mustache, so I'm like, okay, whatever, but, um, no, it was, like I said, um, you know, Ferrell's is for, like, families and kids and loud, so if anyone expected different or didn't like it, that's on them, because it's not like it was a secret. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just curious about it. You know, it's not supposed to be a sit-down, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, quiet place, you know, it's supposed to be raucous, but anyway. Yeah. Um, Another one that used to be all over the place, and then it went away, and now it's come back, but it's come back only down in your area, and so I'm wondering if it's as good as it used to be, or worse, or better. Bob's Big Boy. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say something else, but... Um, well, you could talk about whatever that is, too. Yeah, well, I'll talk about that after, yeah. So, okay. Bob's Big Boy, um, it came back, and it's not bad. I mean, I, I guess... <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I hate... Because I've had really good Bob's Big Boy since it's come back, and I've had some that's been met, you know. Um, 
it, it never fully went away, went away, because they had, if you go down to Southern California, yeah. the only, like, original one is the one there in Toluca Lake, mm. and it's from 19, it's, like, from the 40s, designed by Wayne McAllister. Everything is original. They're ginormous neon signs. Excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> they have, um, like, they have a, you know, they still have the car hop area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Friday nights, they have a car show, and then, like, Jay Leno will show up driving some steam-powered thing, you know. Uh, that Boz Big Boy is great. I think that one's open 24 hours. So if you want the old-school, legit Boz Big Boy experience, <laughs> go to that one. Yeah. Uh, but even then, that one was open, and there was a few other locations that were still hanging on. Um, but then... I don't know if they just had, it's like, I'm pretty sure they're franchised now, but um, they started opening them again, and some are still around. The one I actually go to, um, if I don't go to the one in Toluca Lake, there's one in beautiful Norco, California, Horsetown, USA, Ah. and um, that Bob's Big Boy has a distinction of having the only customized Bob's Big Boy statue. So, the city of Norco, in case you guys don't know, which I'm sure you don't, um, not you, but everyone, um, Norco is... they call it, it's Horsetown, USA. There's more horses than people in this town. And uh, so they kind of have like this faux California Western style about it. So, starting in 2003, they passed the city ordinance saying that Every building, new building, has to look country western, right, or some kind of western motif. So when Bob's Big Boy rolls in, they're like, no, you need to look western. And they're like, hello, we're Bob's Big Boy. It's a coffee shop. So the the uh, the meet in the middle was they have a Bob, and the Bob has a cowboy hat. And <laughs> so if you want to get your picture taken with the only custom Bob's Big Boy, um, go to Norco, California, and you'll see him. And uh, I will say, the guy who owns that Bob's Big Boy, uh, he's really big into the community. There's all kinds of community events, and um, he's a real big giver to that community. So uh, I, I do enjoy going to that Bob's Big Boy purely because of that. I, I, I like to support good business. Cool. Now, I don't have my uh, Southern California map in front of me, and so forgive me because I don't know where everything is. Uh, Toluca, no, okay. to, Toluca Lake, uh, is that close? And you'll probably say no. Uh, is that close to Burbank at all? It's right next to Burbank. Oh, okay. So, so everyone okay. calls that Bob's Big Boy Burbank. But okay, that's what I thought. Okay. So that's supposedly the one that the Beatles went to, and the sign gets stolen all the time that says that they ate there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There's supposed like, to be a Beatles booth in there or something yeah. with some pictures. I don't know. Just to, since you're down there, you might check it out. I mean, people steal the sign and they have to replace it. But <laughs> that's interesting. You no, know, it's right down the street from Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's by the studio. But since you mentioned booths, uh, what else is interesting is if you go to the Tam O Shanter, which I love a lot. I do talk about that restaurant all the time. Uh, Walt Disney used to go there oh, yeah, back yeah. in the That's day. Right. And, right. and they have the Walt Disney booth there at the Tamashanter. So if you want, you can go sit in the, the Walt Disney booth. Also, if you go to Cantor's, they have the Rodney Bingenheimer booth there. <laughs> so you can go sit in Rodney's booth. But Rodney might actually be there. So Ooh, scary. You might have to no. <laughs> Dine with Rodney. <laughs> yes, anyway. I've seen him there many of times, so that's why I'm saying, like, you might got to wait for him to leave if you want to see this room. Uh, 
Um, what was the other restaurant you were going to mention? You thought? Oh. Okay, well, so there was a chain of Mexican fast food restaurants. I don't know how far it went up your way, but down here it was called Noggles, right? I've heard of it, so, yeah, but I don't right. think it was in Northern California much. Okay, so Noggles is an offshoot of Del Taco. Right? Oh, okay. That did well, make, a, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sorry, you know Del Taco, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. I'm That's so okay. Sorry. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, I, once I get going, clearly. About I'm just that, sitting here right? coughing anyway. It's like, you know, it's like <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't cough all day. And as soon as I get on recording, <laughs> it's like, oh, stop. Anyway, <laughs> and I don't have so, a cough button, so it's not like it's that professional here. You know, I guess I can uh, <laughs> mute it, but oh, I'm not going to do that. Then. I didn't even know there was a cough button. That's interesting. Yes. So, um, so out in Southern California, a lot of fast food chains started here. As you guys know, McDonald's started here. Taco yeah. Bell started here. Yeah. Wiener Schnitzel started here. Like, everything started <laughs> here, especially in the Inland Empire. So there was Glenn Bell who created Taco Bell. Right. Yes. So he hired uh, a hire. He hired uh, the guys, or he worked with the guys who started Del Taco. Right. So it started Glen Bell. They worked with the Del Taco guys, and then the Del Taco guys opened up Del Taco. And a fun fact is Ed Hackbarth, one of the creators of Del Taco, is still alive, and he still works at the Barstow Del Taco. So on your way to Las Vegas. <laughs> get off at Lenwood Road, go to that Del Taco, and he's probably there, and we talked to him, and it, it was, like, amazing. Because it is, like, fast food royalty, and he sat down and talked to us, and he's really cool. So, they started Del Taco, and then they hired a guy named Dick Noggles to work with them. So, Dick Noggles worked with um, the Ed Hackbars and the other guy. And so then, Dick Noggle broke off and opened up Noggles. Now, wow. when you go to Noggles, a lot of it seems similar to Del Taco, so you're kind of like, hmm. But anyways, a lot of people <laughs> like Noggles. Um, <laughs> you know, you're like, okay. But um, uh, we did not eat at Noggles growing up. Um, but it was certainly around during my childhood, and then it went out of business, and surprise, Del Taco bought them out when they went out of business. <laughs> so uh, Del Taco was like, mm-hmm. But anyways, so... Noggles came back. So there was a guy who missed Noggles, and he opened up a new one. And actually, I, Del Taco took him to court or whatever, and he ended up winning the name. Like, he just wanted the name, and he ended <laughs> up winning. So he opened up a Noggles location in Fountain Valley, California, and then he opened up one at the beach, like in a snack bar building down in Huntington Beach. So those were opening for a while, and it was original recipes, original names, and then he just opened up a brand new one uh, in Stanton, California that actually has a drive-through, and uh, it's pretty legit. The one in Fountain Valley is like a small little building. like It's kind of like in a business park, mm -hmm. but no, the, the new one, and so people are excited. Uh, we normally go to the Fountain Valley location. Um, okay, don't make fun of me, but there's a cat store down there we go to called Cat Country. <laughs> oh, no. so, so, so it's like, we're going down to Cat Country, but while we're there, we go to Noggles. And um, since I never ate at the original Noggles, I can't compare it, but it's pretty good. Um, okay. I like the fact that, like, the taco shells seem warm. Like, yeah. I know they're not, like, fresh. No one's back there frying them, but they're, they're warm. Like, Everything's been really good, um, so I've enjoyed going there. But and I know people are jazzed. But like I said, I, I can't compare. But it's pretty good. So we have that 
has you know resurfaced lately. So <laughs> that just reminded me of another one. This is around way back when, and I don't know if it's still there. Is Taco Tio? Uh, no, I know what you mean though. It was. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's been out of business quite a while. Okay. Uh, but that's another offshoot of. Glen Bell, Taco Bell. Oh, it is? I didn't know that. Well, because they all, so what happened was there's, and it's still there, there's a restaurant in San Bernardino called Mitlas, M-I-T-L-A-S. It's on Route 66. It's been there forever. So Glen Bell worked there and stole their hard shell taco recipe and then opened up like a hamburger place across the street (laughs) and sold like his tacos, right? So they're like, that's great. So, uh, but from there, he went on to create Taco Bell, and I think the first Taco Bell uh, opened up in Downey, California. Okay. So, um, and then Taco Tia, Baker's, like all of these fast food restaurants, uh, Wiener Schnitzel, all stemmed from like the Inland Empire and have some kind of, they all worked with each other. So they all know Glen Bell. They all, somehow, it's like six degrees of fast food mm. out here. Um, but speaking of Downey, you can go to Downey now, and they have the oldest standing McDonald's operational McDonald's right. <laughs> on the corner of Lakewood Boulevard in Firestone yeah. and that has the speedy sign it's only walk up so that's pretty amazing that that is still there mm-hmm. and operational so uh, Downey has a lot going for it actually for uh, vintage <laughs> restaurants and food so that's just one of them. Doesn't Downey have uh, another Bob's Big Boy or something that's old or maybe I'm thinking of something else I don't know. No you, no, you do so their Bob's Big Boy wasn't originally a Bob's Big Boy it was a place called Harvey's Broiler oh, so that okay. was like your classic googie coffee shop, drive-in kind of a place. Then it changed to Johnny's Broiler. Then it was closed, and then someone bought the land and illegally started tearing it down. So uh, they were, no, they were like arrested and it was like a big ordeal. So um, I think, and I think they lost the court case and had to pay City of Downey, someone some money. But then uh, Bob's Big Boy swooped in and rebuilt on that site making their Bob's Big Boy look original, as original as possible to the Harvey's Broiler. So that restaurant is actually called Bob's Big Boy Broiler. Hmm. Okay. So it's, it's, all the food's the same. Wow. It just okay. looks different. So, But okay. you're, I know you're right. Yeah. So. And then here's one. The last one I saw was actually in Salinas, California, which is more up north. There's a street. I don't know if you know where Salinas is. It's a little bit south of San Jose. It's where the farmers are and everything. There's this yeah. one, one main street drag that's like you go back in time and it's all the old restaurants and <laughs> the old designs, the old architecture. And uh, they had a, Winchell's Donuts, you know. Now, oh. now, I don't know if it's still the real Winchell's Donuts. I think they just let the sign up and it's something else. <laughs> but um, it's there. So, But I knew Winchell's was out of L.A. too, you know. I believe it. And it, it came yeah. back too. So now oh, it did. Winchell's, okay. Yeah. You're right. Because it did go out of business. And all the old Winchell's, uh, like, it, you're right. Because, like, the sign still was, like, the same shape. But yeah. it said, like, someone else's donut. You know what I mean? Like, okay. it, it wasn't Winchell's. But, no, it's come back. Um, well, at least down I, there. Down here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, but I'll be honest. It's not great. Like, I've, I've stopped, and I'm like, like, they don't taste good, and they're not. Like, the size is kind of small. No. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I am not a big fan of the new Winchell's. But my growing up, my dad used to go to Winchell's. Yeah. So, we, that's what we ate growing up. But, no, those it's, it's still around down here. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I know. I wish I could say something nicer, but I can't. Sorry. <laughs> well, well, since I mentioned donuts, is there any good donut? Like, even that... What's the one that has... It's the famous uh, giant donut shape uh, that you always see. Oh, in the, Randy's? Randy's. Is that one any good? I haven't been there forever, so it's, I don't... It's I You know, um, <laughs> I, I think I've, No, I mean, I've only gotten donuts there, I think, like, twice. Okay. And um, they were fine. Uh, but if you want good donuts, I would recommend... The Donut Man in Glendora, hmm. um, he and he's been on like Food Network and stuff before, but he's there on Route 66, and he is known for his strawberry glazed mm-hmm. donuts. And actually, I think they should be coming out around now. But it's like a glazed donut, and he cuts it in half and puts like strawberries with the glaze in it. And um, people love them. It's open 24 hours, and the line's always down the street. Those are okay, but his other donuts are really good. He makes one called a Tiger Tail. Mm-hmm. And since they're so busy, the turnaround's really, like, the stuff's always fresh and hot. So, uh, yeah, I would recommend Donut Man before Randy's. But Randy's is fine. You know, I, I would go to Randy's before I'd go to Winchell's for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, but, you know, I, there's mom and pop donut places that are of course, good. Of course, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, you just have to know where to go. Now, did you get, like, the chains coming back? Like, when I was a kid in the Bay Area, they did have Dunkin' Donuts, and they all went away. And then there's this one called Mr. Donut, which... I discovered is big in Asia, but it went away in the United States. Huh. And uh, but Duncan went away, and then they're they're talking about coming back. Did they start coming back in as just as Duncan, not Duncan Donuts? But you know, I don't know why they can't have the donuts part. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but have they? Have you seen them down there? I can't say anything about Oregon where I am because things don't come back here. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. they, they haven't been here in the first place. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, you're right. They they came back out here. So for like, like when I was a a, a kid, I remember seeing like a Dunkin' Donuts once. Yeah. And then it went away. Yeah. It was like early eighties, right? Yeah. So the only up until within the last I don't know five six years, the only Dunkin' Donuts around here that I would ever go to was in Las Vegas. Mm. There was one. There's still one inside of the Fremont Hotel. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I would go visit a friend in Boston. And of course, when you go there, all it is is donkeys. Oh, donkeys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back east, so, different story. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. right? So, uh, But no, they've come out here, and they're okay. Like I, like I said, um, I like their munchkins, but their donuts aren't that great. Yeah. And uh, But my friend's like, you know, in his best Boston accent. No, kid, it's the coffee. I'm like, well, I don't even think their coffee's that great yeah. here. And, um, but people like it. I, I will give them this. When I've traveled places that, like, like out here, in Oregon, like all West Coast, you know, you know, you can go to most restaurants and get, like, iced tea, right? Right. Like, when I go to, like, New York and, like, on the East Coast, you can't get, like, iced tea or a lot of times they don't give you like a soda in a glass with ice it's like here's a can of soda (laughs) yeah yeah. and uh, and i always make the joke i'm like oh i guess i have to go to long island to get iced tea you know but um (laughs) but dunkin donuts is the only place i can go to on the east coast that will have iced tea wow so i I will give them that but um (laughs) no they they pop up out here a little bit but not yeah. Not crazy. Um, they're owned by Baskin Robbins, or vice versa, or they own Baskin Robbins. So okay. uh, you usually see them together. It'll be like a half Duncan, half oh, okay. Baskin yeah. Robbins. So. Yeah. That's a weirdness, just to say, like um, in California. I don't know if it's in Southern California, but in Northern California, definitely this. They they'll put KFC with A and W. 
Whereas up here, oh, yeah. up here in Oregon, you'll never see them together. They're always separate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, oh, I think, and uh, I can't go into too much details, but uh, I have a, an ex-boyfriend who's in the food business, and he would talk to me about franchising like that. And I think you, some people let you. So if you have the space, I think some people would rather put two and one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. let's have a KFC and an A and W versus just having. A KFC or just an A and W. The A and W came back too. Remember yeah. for a while, and now I think that's gone away because they went away. Yeah, and then they started coming back out here, well, and then they all went away. Up here, they still have them, and if you go to certain ones like down on the coast of Oregon, um, I think I posted a picture of this one. They still have the car hop service, you know. So it's like that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, most of them are just a little small shop, and you just go in like normal. But, you know, it's like they're always separate, you know, whereas, like I said, down there in California, they're together, you know. It's like, okay. <laughs> now, let me ask you. So when you travel anywhere or go anywhere different, do you go out of your way to go eat at a chain restaurant or any kind of restaurant that there where you are and you don't have an organ? I try to. Like, um... Uh, you know, it's like some people have differing opinions about this. Uh, some people adore In-N-Out burgers. Some people hate In-N-Out burger. I'm I'm more on the I like it <laughs> than yeah. dislike it. They they have one up here in Medford, which is about an hour and a half from here, so I'm not gonna drive. Uh, they had one just open up in Kaiser, which is right by Salem. That's an hour north. So I'm not going to be, and it just opened, so it has long lines, and it's like, I, you know, like you, I'm not going to wait an hour to get a burger that I already know about, or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I'm in California and it's convenient and I get there, yeah, I usually try to get one because they're actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think they're good, I, but like I just said, they're good, but I'm not going to wait in that drive through line right. that long for a, an In-N-Out burger, but yeah. But the weird thing about Oregon is, so I live in Springfield, which you could just say Springfield, Eugene, same area, middle of the state. Um, Everything chain-wise, I mean, you get the standards, the McDonald's, the Taco Bell, the KFC, but everything chain-wise that's a little less frequent, like a Popeye's fried chicken, or um, I can't even think of all of them off the top of my head, but you have to drive an hour or two hours north to either Salem or Portland to get any of them. For some reason, they just don't like coming around here. You know, they just say, eh. (laughs) And that's interesting, because I've heard of Eugene, Oregon. You know what I mean? Like, it's a pretty big city, you know. I don't know if they have special rules, and that's the one thing. Like, years ago, this is where my interest in restaurants kind of took off, is when I went across country in 96, and that's when I first went to things like Shoney's, and I went to Cracker Barrel, and uh, Waffle House, and things like that that are yeah. never in California. I think Cracker Barrel is now, but I remember I talked to the people at Cracker Barrel at the time. They said, how come you, how come you don't have these in California? And the guy actually said, we will never open a Cracker Barrel in California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are open now. I think there's yeah. one in Sacramento or something. I don't know, you know, but it, you know, it, it took a 20 years to do it, and uh, probably maybe rules change. But uh, I did a little investigating, and it's like, I don't know about Oregon, but I know in California they have a lot more stringent rules about, you know, you know, health 
hazards and whatever, yeah. you know, and how you handle meat and whatever, you know. And so a lot of, especially if they didn't originate in California, they're just all, eh, screw it. We're not going to go to California. Too many rules and regulations. So, you know, that's what. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm so sorry. What were you saying? Well, that was about it. <laughs> was oh, just, okay. yeah. Well, I was going to say, you're right, because, um, like you, when I go on my trips to, like, the matchbook conventions or on vacation, I always like to eat at restaurants we don't have here. So, uh, Cracker Barrel was one, and I know they opened up, there's one in Victorville, and then there's one in Las Vegas. Okay. Um, I think there's one in San Diego, but I won't eat at the ones here, because I feel like that's my East Coast thing. Um, <laughs> but I eat at Waffle House, when I'm near Waffle House. And when I'm in Maryland in June, when I go to the matchbook convention, we always eat at Roy Rogers. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's one right there, right? So I'm like, oh, we got to eat there. Um, But last year at the Matchbook Convention, we were in uh, Strongsville, Ohio, and we ate at a Lone Star Steakhouse. And we ate there, I think, like two or three times. And it was actually pretty good. And I even asked the the manager, because there was an issue with my steak, so then he came over to the table. But we were talking, and I go, oh, I go, how come there's none in California? And he goes, well, um, he said, we're also... Like the the same owners own them and Olive Garden or something, but it was the same thing where he says, um, "Oh, we're not allowed to open up in California." Yeah. And he said it, he thought it might have to do because there was like Olive Gardens here, so maybe their portfolio has to be. I don't know, but yeah, he said, "Oh, that they will probably never go to California because there's some kind of something." But it was really good. I, I had no problem yeah. with it. I also like to go um, uh, on the East Coast. They have a lot of, like, really, and in the Midwest, but, okay, everywhere except Western United States. Like, their gas stations are really good. Like, you can get, like, food, like, real food there. Like, if you go to Wawa or um, Sheets or any of those. So I like to go to there, too, because I'm like, oh, it's so different Mm -hmm. than here. Even on my road trip when I drove Route 66 to Oklahoma, um, I always stopped at QT, and... (laughs) Like, just amazing there. It's like all the different things. It's just our gas stations out here aren't nothing compared to gas stations anywhere else. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just it's different. So I do yeah. like to go check out stuff we don't have here. Um, I do notice, though, when I do go to Maryland, um, there's a Jimmy John's right across the street. So when we don't go to Roy Rogers, we'll get food from Jimmy John's. But there, you can't get sprouts or avocado on your sandwich like you can at Jimmy John's here. So (laughs) I don't know if they just can't get it or they're like, oh, we ain't want none of that California stuff. I don't know. But um, You can get it up here in in Oregon, so yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny when you said, you know, because you grew up in San Francisco, uh, you know, with my matchbook collecting and my other paper collecting, you know, I I do see restaurants and chains that, you know, didn't exist here, but I know of them, like the Mr. Donut and things like that, just right. from my matches. Well, there are so many restaurants in San Francisco, that whole area. Yeah. And when I collect, I collect vintage napkins. I know everyone's like, shocker. But um, I do have a, a, a napkin collection. I can't tell you how many San Francisco napkins I get, or <laughs> if I'm looking on eBay, there's just a bajillion uh, vintage restaurant napkins, bar napkins, from San Francisco, because it was just such a hotbed for restaurants, yeah. dining, clubs at that time. Like, I I see more for there than I do here, 
Yeah, I think there were more in San Francisco, and at least when I lived there. I mean, now it's kind of changing because I've heard of places that were there when I was there that have all closed up, and it's a lot of it has to do with it's kind of like Silicon Valley north, as it were, even though the other's north of you, too. Um, And so all the restaurants and and mom-and-pop businesses are being pushed out, and just all the rich engineers are moving in and all their companies, which is really strange, because when I lived there, it's like no high-tech company would be caught dead in San Francisco. The rent was too high for a business. So, you know, that's why they all opened up in San Jose and South. You know? Yeah. <laughs> now they don't care. You know? So, it's like, whatever. But it does push out the mom-and-pop businesses and it's like, you know, like, there's a, there's a restaurant. I hope it's still open. I'd have to look it up. In San Francisco, I used to love. It was called All You Need, spelled K- <laughs> K-N-E-A-D. So, it, oh, and they made friend. calzones and pizzas and all sorts of stuff, but it was really, really good. And it was one of these uh, restaurants that catered to the late-night crowd. So if you oh. go in there at, like, 3 p.m. on a Sunday, that's when everybody's eating their breakfast, you know? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> and they had really strong coffee, and I, I love that place. And I, I and I used to take everybody there. I don't know if it's still there, but it was there a few years ago. But um, uh, let's see. Last time I was in San Francisco was about a year ago, and um, we went to Mel's Diner. And I hate to say, I got food poisoning. <laughs> did Did you like it, or I mean, like? Well, okay. Here's what happened. I like Mel's drive-in, but uh, you know, I had a burger and uh, it was undercooked, and I didn't know it. And <laughs> we'll leave oh, it at no. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm all about talking food poisoning, so it's okay. But you know, I, I, <laughs> that's one of my most popular videos on YouTube is me talking about getting food poisoning <laughs> from Clifton's cafeteria. But it's funny you brought up Mel's because we have some Mel's down yeah. here, and yeah. when I lived in Hollywood years ago, I used to go to the one in Hollywood fairly often, only because uh, one, it had a parking lot. They all have parking, so it was easy to park, and sometimes you just want like a basic meal, you know what I mean? Like, I just want a hamburger, I just want a, right. something easy, you know? So I, I, I didn't hate Mel's, you know? Um, I don't love it, but at the time, you know, it, it, it served its purpose. Yeah. You know, I guess when you didn't want to go to Denny's, yeah. I guess step up from Denny's, you yeah. to go to Mel's. It seemed like um, I liked it better when I lived there, and, it, it, and I, it had nothing to do with the um, getting sick. It was more to do with, eh, it's just not as good as it once was. I don't know, but maybe, yeah. maybe it's that time. You know, I don't know. <laughs> no, and that, that could be it, too. Like I said, just some places, I think, once, you know, it gets sold or other family own it or whatever it's just the heart's not there anymore right so the food just starts going down with it you know and it's sad but like i said there there's some places that are still kicking and and they're good so it just proves you know if if you want to you can make it happen right um i don't know if you saw my facebook a couple weeks ago um because i've been selling matches on ebay lately to um supplement some money and i had one on there for Oli's waffle uh, shop and i actually have quite a bit from Oli's o-l-e i guess at Oli's, yeah, yeah. um because i do collect uh pancakes waffles donuts matches and 
this one was for a location in Alameda and one in Oakland. So I ended up selling it, and I was when I was packing it up, I realized it's still open, and they're the ones who bought the matchbook. <laughs> so it's the location in Alameda. So I looked it up, and it looks exactly like it did, I'm sure, you know, 70 years ago or whatever. When this I've heard of it, but I've never eaten there because, you know, even though I was in the Bay Area, I didn't go to the East Bay as often, you know. Uh, <laughs> Just because, eh, yeah, I go to, well, I was in Berkeley again. You know, it's like I went to California a lot last year, strangely enough. This year, nothing so far. But (laughs) I'm trying to save my money, too. But, uh, yeah, it's like uh, East Bay, there's a few good things over there that I can't think of off the top of my head that, you know, you go over across the Bay for. But most of the time, there is so much stuff in San Francisco. It's like, why bother going over there? Yeah, no, I get that. And I'm not super familiar. I've been to San Francisco like twice, and they were for like a, a minute each time. But I do want to go. Yeah. The only thing that holds me back is just the lodging is so expensive. But yeah. uh, I want to go to the paper show up there just because I want to see oh, yeah. someone else's junk. You know, I go to the paper <laughs> show down here, and it's the same dealers. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> but if I do, um, there's some restaurants in San Francisco I want to go to. I want to try to go to the Oli's, but I want to check out the All You Need if it's still yeah. there, too. That's, um, that's on I, Hate Street somewhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. Like, like I said, I'm not familiar. Like, all I know about San Francisco is through, like, matchbooks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So um, I definitely want to go and, and sightsee and check things out. So. Yeah. That's my next trip, maybe. Cool. Um, just another aside, and just different things we're talking about. It pops in my head. You know, you're talking about uh, the one restaurant that is different than Olive Garden, but probably the same thing with, with a different name. The other one I can think of is Carl's Jr. Uh, oh, yeah. and Hardee's Merge. So they both have the star on it, but they <clears throat> they don't call it Hardee's out here. They still call them Hardee's out there. Yeah. And, and then I was reading up on it today. Is like in Canada they have. Uh, a chain of burger restaurants called Harvey's, and so they think, oh, Hardee's, Harvey's sounds very similar. So when they open new shops up in Canada, they're all Carl's Juniors. So. Oh, that, that's interesting. <laughs> well, that's why, like, when I do travel, and people are like, "Do you want to go to Hardee's?" I'm like, "No," because I can just go to Carl's Junior. Right. Back at home, um, I have not eaten at a Whataburger. I know that's big, like in yeah. Texas and down there. I never ate at one of those. Um, I'm trying to think now. Uh, you know, I really try not to eat chains when I go anywhere, but sometimes you just have to. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'll, yeah. I'll eat a, a regional chain over yeah. McDonald's. I can eat McDonald's anywhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I know, now I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm trying to think where I've been where it's something we don't have here. I don't know. It'll come to me, but, you know, it's just, and really, it's just something different. And then just know? as an aside on the whole, oh, Rodney Binghamheimer and all the other stuff you were talking about earlier just popped in my head. Um, up here in Eugene uh, is the Denny's where uh, Jack Nicholson bought the sandwich at in oh, five easy yeah. pieces, and so the Denny's is up here. <laughs> Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It's on a little hill, and it's like, yep, that's the Denny's where you ordered the sandwich. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, now I know. So, so now when I go, I want to uh, go there and check it out. And there's another thing up here. You know, if you ever do an Oregon trip, uh, if you're a Nicholson fan, they shot uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest up here, you know, up in Salem. Oh. So, you know, so things like that. Anyway, but that's an aside. <laughs> 
Oh, no, no. I, I really like stuff like that. Like, even when I watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, when they're at Moonstone Franks, I'm like, oh, there's our table. is right there behind Al Pacino. You know, like, that <laughs> stuff always. Yeah. I would love to go see that Denny's and be like, oh, you know. Because um, why not, right? Like, right. you know, stuff really sucks nowadays. So if anyone, if you can find happiness and just find cheesy stuff like that, then then do it. And I think that's why I also... <laughs> Uh, no, I think that's why I do like going to the vintage restaurants because it's just you know, right. like I said, it's history, it's eating, and it's just something fun to do. You know, because they do get shut down all the time. I can't right. tell you how many times I, I turn around. I'm like, oh crap, I was gonna go there in two weeks, and yeah. they just shut down. You know, so uh, I just, the advice I can give to everyone is do it while you can, yeah. even if you just go and eat a piece of pie right. and coffee. <laughs> you know, because you can't afford it. Just, just do it and enjoy yourself. You well, know? I'll mention some ones that yeah. I, I think have gone out of business. See if you've gone there. Uh, Hamburger Hamlet was one. Yes, actually, um, I've been to. They're they're out of business. Yeah. Um, but I've been to. There was one on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. I've been to, and then I've been to the one in West Hollywood, yeah. uh, which isn't the original original, but the, it was moved down the street. So I have been there before, and um, I remember they were good. Yeah. I don't remember too much, but yeah. it was good. And then there's a series of three restaurants, but they ended up getting gobbled up by Coco's, which is now out of business, too. But um, there's Colony Kitchen, Mr. Up, and Hobo Joe's. Do you remember any of those? You know, I, I, I don't, I've never been there, but I know of them because I have matches. For oh, okay. <laughs> So. I still have children's. I, I still have children's menus of those things, you know, because I used to get them as a kid, and you know, there are always these like little coloring menus and stuff, and I just save yeah. them, you know. So I have junk like that in my collection. Let me, let me ask you if you remember if you've been here because this is one of my favorite restaurants still, and I always talk about it is Sizzler, or like I like to call it Sizzler. <laughs> okay, there is a Sizzler. Literally across the street from where I live, and I have not been to it yet. What? <laughs> oh my god! I need to go to uh, well, to well, wait a minute. What type of sizzler right. is it? Is it the old steakhouse sizzler with the cows, or is yeah. it the buffet sizzler? Well, no, well, sizzler is the one with the cows because they have steak and all you can eat right. shrimp. Okay, um, but they have they have like a salad bar. Their salad bar is pretty good. Like, okay. I'll get the salad bar, but I don't get salad. I get whatever else they okay. have there. But um, it's probably the same. <laughs> I'll right? make the effort. The only reason why is because there's this mom and pop place called that's literally literally across the street from where I live called Gateway Grill, and it's wow. <laughs> so I go there a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then there's a, a chain up here called Elmer's that's not bad, that's up here too, and things like that. So. I think I've heard of the Elmer's before. Yeah. Well, they're in Oregon, I know that. I don't know if they're in California, uh. but um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, <laughs> I think I mentioned everything I was going to mention. Oh, uh, ones I've gone on business. There's one other one. Well, I wanted to say this about Mr. Up, and I will. And I wish I could remember where it was located. My dad would know. He says, oh, that was where, blah, blah, blah. But Mr. Up, the only reason it was called Mr. Up is you took an elevator to go up to the restaurant. And oh, I didn't know that. It, it had a logo of a little guy in a, in a air, hot, hot air, air balloon. balloon. Yeah. 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 But that was, oh, the, I didn't know that. that was the gimmick. You went up in an elevator. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I'm glad he told me that. Um, and then... Along with Coco's, there's like this other restaurant. I don't know if they're around anymore. Called Rubens. 
And they oh, used to yeah. they used to have a couple of boat restaurants that are called Reuben E. Lee or something. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, it's so funny you said this. Is, um, yeah, because Reuben's is owned by Coco's. Okay. Right. So, um, and actually, I, I used to collect Reuben's matchbooks because it always was like Reuben's and then the city that they were in. Yeah. And they tore down our Coco's. Well, we had two Coco's and they tore them both down. But the one by my house used to have a Reuben's and. Um, when I moved here, the Rubens has been long out of business. But when you walked up to the Cocos, you can see where you had to go downstairs, yeah. and like the Rubens was under the Cocos. But um, you're right; they had the Ruben E. Lee, which there was one. Um, I want to say like Newport or Balboa. Yeah. When you go on PCH, you'd see it. They also had a chain called the Plank House. Yeah, yeah. It was the same exact matchbook, same exact font, but it just said the Plank House. So, um, yeah, you're right. I don't know if. They owned Coco's, or Coco's owned. Uh, well, now, now I just and this is from doing my research today. Um, did Did you have Caro's down in Southern California? Yes, we, okay. we do or did. Yeah, it would be did because yeah. uh, both Coco's and Caro's have now been gobbled up by a, a chain that's up here in Oregon called Sherry's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that called? made it back down to California, but it's Sherry's, and they sell pies and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But, um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because you're right, because all the Caro's turned into Coco's, but now the Coco's are closed. But I remember as a kid, when Bob's Big Boy went out the original time, they those were gobbled up by either Caro's or Coco's. Like, they all turned into a Coco's <laughs> it's or just funny how that happens. But, well, uh, Coco's... You know, I'll give this to Coco's. I thought their food was good, um, and uh, I thought their pies were really good. Actually, they had a cream cheese pie that I still like. Caro's, on the other hand, like the couple times I went, was not good at all. So no. my problem with Coco's, though, is the service is always slow as hell. That's any true. Coco's, <laughs> any Coco's you go into, the service was always super slow. That's true. So uh, <laughs> I do. There are a few left. There, I know yeah. there's like uh, one or two in Pasadena. That I've seen. There's one in Redlands um, still, but no, you're right. Uh, our Cocos, they tore it down and turned it, they built a brand new Chick fil A, which is another chain we haven't talked about yet. But, uh, I think Chick fil A, regardless of their political leanings, is overrated. That's my yes, my you. humble opinion of it. I could care yes. less about their political leanings. I just said, oh, let's try it. And it's like, it's not that good. I'm sorry, Popeyes has you beat. You know? <laughs> no, um, and it's funny because everything at Chick Fil A that I do like yeah. is not the, it's not the chicken. I think their ice cream is really good. Yeah. I like their iced tea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything but the chicken. But what's interesting is when we go when I go to Maryland uh, for my matchbook convention. There's also a Chick Fil A across the street. They have like a drive-through that's like three drive-throughs. It's like the in and out of. Maryland. <laughs> three drive throughs and they have the person out there taking the order, you know, wow. like in and out. And I'm like, this is just Chick-fil-A. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I've seen other Chick-fil-A's where the line is huge. And even if Popeye's didn't even exist, um, yeah. you know, Chick-fil-A is not that great. Um, right. You know, I, I, I don't I don't get the appeal. I mean, it's, ed it's edible, I mean, uh, you know, but it's not yeah. like, you know, all that, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I, I do like their cow mascots, but other than that, I'm like, eh, uh, you know. Um, what do you think about Jack in a Box? Um, as a kid, I hated it. 
can, you know, and we're talking, okay, so I'm 53 now, so I can remember 50 years ago, um, my dad took me and, uh, I think it was just me, and uh, to the, see this guy uh, about uh, opening up uh, uh, Baskin-Robbins franchise, and I think it morphed into my dad opening his own business, but it wasn't a franchise. Uh, but I was three, so I don't remember. The only thing I remember then is the, the burgers. It, do you remember Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's one time she <laughs> she's talking about uh, uh, being a waitress or something like that, and she ta- or 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 eating at a restaurant and uh, talking about toenails being in the burger and I go, that's what it was! That's what they had at Jack in the Box! They had toenails in the burger! (laughs) And um, so I hated it for years and then I think... Um, I don't know who owned it then. This is like 1970. And then somewhere along the line, Purina bought them out. And they actually had the checkerboard square on there, which I thought was hysterical. And that's, oh, yeah. That was when I lived in Southern California. And then the, then the present owner, food maker or whatever, bought them in the late 70s. And then I loved it then. And they had, like, the best nachos ever. And then they took those away years later. But, um... Now it's like, it's okay. I mean, if I want a cheap, grungy taco, you know, I like the two tacos sometimes. Yep. <laughs> but they're not a buck anymore. They're a buck 29. It's like, what? Well, <laughs> do you know, yeah. you can get mini tacos now. <laughs> I, I saw that there when I ordered recently. I didn't know if I wanted that much taco. It looks like a lot of them. <laughs> well, like they're, they're, I think they've been trying to give Taco Bell a run for their money when it comes to like the stoner menu. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so the oh, little yeah. tacos are on the stoner menu. <laughs> and at first they're appealing. I'm like, but I, I guess they're just the meat and shell. Yeah. There's no cheese or anything less. And I'm like, gross. But then you can get them with the stuff on top. Which right. I'm too, you know, it's like I always joke. It's like sometimes I wish I smoked weed because that would give me an excuse to eat all this bad food, and I don't, you know. But um, yeah. you know, I there was a Jack in the Box across the street from my house growing up, and you know, I sometimes it's not great, but I have to give them props for being like original. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. their advertising is always great. Their ideas are always great. You know. Yeah. Um, and there's one everywhere, at least out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're like, oh, good, there's a jack. I do like it you that know? they have breakfast all day, and they have so for years. You know, it's like I never understood McDonald's thing. It's like, oh, we can't have an Egg McMuffin Thank on the same you. grill as a burger. Well, they do Thank now, but when they did that, when they suddenly made McDonald's breakfast all day, they cut, like, half their menu items, I noticed. And so it's like... Well, <laughs> why can't I get a McRib at 9 o'clock in the morning? That's where I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, So, yeah, when they're like... Like, oh, guess what? Now we're serving breakfast all day. How about you start serving hamburgers all day? Right, like, right. Why do I yeah. need to wait till 11 o'clock on a weekend to get a, a McRib or whatever? This is ridiculous. <laughs> you know? So thank you so much. And it's like, oh, that, that and it's true, because any other fast food place you go to that's open in the morning, you can get the full menu anytime. Yeah. I mean, breakfast, I Although, think some breakfast, cut Yeah, Carl's off, Jr. still cuts it off. I know that. I tried it. <laughs> yeah, but and so I zipped out, and I go, damn it. It was like five minutes later. It was like, oh, sorry, sir, we stopped at 1030. It was 1035, and it's like, ah! <laughs> I wasn't checking the clock, and it's like, so I zipped out of the line. So, okay, sorry, bye. Oh and I went God. to the Jack in the Box, because... <laughs> 
<laughs> but, they might. You're right. They might as well just serve all of it all the time. You know, other restaurants do. <laughs> uh, but I will say, like my roommate, he's one of those people that can like whatever. Like okay, even for breakfast, I'm not a big breakfast eater. I'll go out once in a while. And let's go have some eggs and pancakes or whatever. But I want like food for yeah. breakfast. Yeah. So, but my roommate, on the other hand, so say like it's a weekend whatever and he's busting around the house and he finally leaves like at like 12 1 to go out for the day he'll still want breakfast like his first meal has to be breakfast oh well i'm not and I'm like, like that no. <laughs> what? are you like that no i'm not i, I mean oh. i will eat a late breakfast but if it gets too late i i just kind of like i just need food you know it doesn't have yeah. to be breakfast <laughs> so we get into it because i'm like well if we if i go out with him and i'm like well no i want to go somewhere that's like not just a breakfast because even by like 10 o'clock in the morning right i'm like no we need to go somewhere that has like some lunch and i think (laughs) maybe this stems from the fact that you know i start work at oh dark 30 so by the time it's like 10 o'clock it's almost my lunch time anyways but um (laughs) no we always have to go to a place that's like breakfast all day so he can get breakfast at you know two (laughs) o'clock in the afternoon so well he'd um, like all you need then (laughs) anyway i know (laughs) so that's why just the whole mcdonald's thing is always like such a sore sore spot with me you know (laughs) because you know i am one of the only people i like mcdonald's you know and i think it also stems from when you growing up you like what you ate growing up i guess so we always went to mcdonald's taco bell jack in a box um (laughs) Subway. Um, well, we go to Carl's Jr. eventually. But, like, I was, like, in high school, yeah. the first time I had a Whopper. Because we didn't go to Burger King oh. or um, Del Taco. Like, places like that my dad didn't like, so we didn't go there. Yeah. So that's why, I like, McDonald's and Taco Bell always have a soft spot. Um, but I will say, at least when I go to McDonald's, and I, I'm not, we're not getting into details, but McDonald's house be the only place that's never upset my stomach. Ever, you know, uh, stuff's usually hot. Yeah, you know, it's it's fresh. Um, I do love McRib. I don't care what people say. Um, <laughs> it's delicious. So you um, can have mine then. <laughs> okay, great. You know, um, you know, and I know it's only around for like you know two weeks out of the year but whatever um so it's like because it's not real no anyway <laughs> i have now, to yeah, grow it in the lab did you see that article going around about mcdonald's where people are like oh they tested those touch screens and it came back with feces germs or whatever <laughs> someone told me that and i looked at them and i'm like I eat McRibs. Do you think that's going to matter to me, really? You know? <laughs> uh, um, no, you know, I I do. You know, I, I like McDonald's. I'm sorry. Um, I just I just do. Carl's Jr. is okay. Yeah. I just, it's too messy. Yeah. Here, here's a weirdness. I'll tell you the truth, and this is my confession. I've told people, and they don't believe me, but when I was a kid, I didn't like McDonald's. And... Uh, this is before they got the breakfast, so I, you know, they yeah. they did serve burgers in the morning. Um, I didn't like soda pop either, so it's like you know, it just, there was nothing there. I used to get 
way back when I could, and this is before McNuggets and everything, so they only had burgers, I could somehow eat the fish sandwich, which I still love to this day, um, and the orange drink. And I liked their fries then. I, I don't like McDonald's fries anymore because they don't make them, in and out makes them the way they used to make them at McDonald's, but that's, you know. So anyway, um, over the years I grew to love McDonald's, so it's like I can like I like it now, but as a kid, I was like, Urgh, you know? yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, since you made fun of Mike McRib, I gotta make fun of your fillet of fish because you know that's like <laughs> the thing that has the most calories on the menu. Oh, I know, but it's not. That's the only thing I could eat because, uh, well, see, here's a weird thing. It's like uh, people is like, as a kid, I could only eat McDonald's hamburgers. I couldn't stand any other hamburger. It's like as a kid, I could only eat my mom's hamburgers. My mom was like the only person who could make a hamburger right. Yeah. I don't know why. You know, it's like why can't these restaurants make it the way my mom makes it? And it's like <laughs> my mom wasn't the greatest cook in the world, but it's like, you know, it's like, and I realize this because you know my mom bought decent uh, ground yeah. round or whatever and it just knew how to cook it right you know it's like yeah. she didn't burn it she didn't you know it, it wasn't tasteless and it was like yeah oh. <laughs> that's how I feel about my steak like my dad yeah. makes my steak exactly how I like it which is medium rare a little more medium than rare um, if I go to a real steakhouse they can do it but anywhere else I just have to order it medium because right. if I order it medium rare it comes to rare except right <laughs> Outback Steakhouse. Surprisingly, <laughs> when I tell them exactly how I like it, it, it comes out that. So I'll, I'll throw them that bone. They're, at least they do that correctly. But going back to In-N-Out Fries, I will say, though, I do not like In-N-Out Fries. What? Uh, <laughs> no. It is, and, okay. And here's the thing. I remember I was in high school, and I was at my friend's house, and we had In-N-Out. And I said the same thing. I'm like, I don't like In-N-Out Fries. And her mom, my friend's mom was like, that's just if you don't, you don't know what fresh you know, potato fries taste like. And, and I looked at her, and I'm like, um, I don't know, my dad makes, you know, fried potatoes on the stove all the time. It, it doesn't taste like this. I think my problem with In-N-Out fries is like, uh, by the time you get them, I know they're fresh, but even though by the time you get them or you go home and sit, they're not that great. Oh, you, you can't go home. I mean? You have to eat them there. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right, but I just... It's not as flavorful, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I do I, like... I, I, I'm, I'm kind of implying more of how fresh they are because now it's just the frozen bag. You take it out of the freezer and pour it in the fryer. Whereas in the old days, they both used to uh, take fresh potatoes and chop them up. You know, so that, that's the difference. So. Well, I do like um, I like McDonald's fries. Uh, I like Wiener Stitzel fries actually a lot too hmm. and <laughs> del tacos are good but those have to be fresh too yeah now as a kid since i didn't like mcdonald's i loved kentucky fried chicken when i was a kid i loved it and then uh, i loved wiener schnitzel when i was a kid corn dogs especially so yeah yeah well i had kentucky fried chicken i still call it that i don't call it kfc but i i had kentucky fried chicken recently when uh, my dad was in the hospital in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. So, uh, and he hated the hospital food, which I had the ho- I ate at the cafeteria. I thought the hospital food was pretty good. But anyways, so my dad's like, eh, complaining the whole time. So the only thing he would eat was like a sausage McMuffin from McDonald's. I had to get that for him. And then he wanted Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to bring you some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. So I ordered some and brought it. It was so disgusting. Okay. Um, and expensive. I'm yeah. like, 
I'd rather go to Popeyes, or I'd rather get grocery store fried chicken. Well, here, here's the story. Here's my weird story on Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, it's like I loved it as a kid, and then uh, we're talking about ten, twenty years ago, probably. Uh, I ate it a few times, and I didn't really get sick, but I felt sick after I ate it, and so I finally had to say never again. And uh, then I moved up here, and. Uh, the prices are cheaper up here, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know, I had read that they had improved the recipes because a lot of people were complaining that it had gone downhill, and so I said, "All right, I'll give it a chance." So, um, it's actually good up here. Now I don't eat wow. it every day, but it's like it's more like the way I remembered it as a kid, and it's like, "Wow, that's pretty good." But here's one thing I found: Do you have Five Guys down in? Southern California? Yes, okay. and I, I don't care for that at all. Okay. Here's a weird thing. Five Guys in California stinks. It's awful. I get I feel ill every time. I used to have a boss at a job that I worked at down there. He loved to take us there, so I'd go. And then we'd all invariably, like an hour later, feel ill. <laughs> yeah. And he, I, But he'd yeah. repeatedly take us there, but it got to the point where I couldn't eat. I'd just go along for the ride. I just, you know, I, I don't care if it's a free burger. I can't do it. Anyway, yeah. everybody up here in Oregon, oh, no, Five Guys is great. And it's like, I don't believe you. And then I finally <laughs> went, and I go, oh, my God, it's good up here. You know, so I guess things vary from state to state sometimes. Um, so it's good up here. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and um, you're right because I've I've had it, and um, the only thing I do like about it is the fact that um, when I like at work, you, I can order online and I can get like a burger bowl, mm-hmm. right, without a bun. So I get like a burger, cheeseburger, but I get like extra peppers and onions and mushrooms. So it's like a whole meal. I like that aspect of it, but everything I've eaten there has not been good, and I I don't get why. It's so popular everyone else or you know, everywhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if I go to Oregon, I'll I'll try it up there. Yeah. But it better be good, or I'm going to call you and be like, <laughs> "You said this is going to be good. This is crap." Um, no, you're right. I don't eat there. Um, you know, I I'm okay with Chipotle. You know, like let's talk new fast food. Like okay. <laughs> Chipotle's okay. Yeah. You know, um, I do find it interesting that, you know, people will crap on McDonald's, but every five seconds, Chipotle has some kind of, you know, recall or some. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't eaten I haven't you know? eaten Chipotle since they had all those scares. And so, but I used to like it. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, it's, yeah, so it's okay. Um, what else is a new place? Or is there a new place that I like? Oh, you know what? Have you eaten at The Habit? Uh, once, and I liked it, but it, that's not up here. It's down. Okay. <laughs> that, that's pretty good. Um, I'll eat there. Uh, there's so many new places now. You're just like, dang, you know, you got to try them all. <laughs> um, but, no, I like the habit. I like Blaze Pizza, actually, a lot, because hmm. um, it's pretty cheap, and you can make your pizza how you want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're pretty good. Um so yeah, you know, and and going back to the vintage restaurant parts of it, like people think that's all I eat, and um, not really. I mean, I do like hipstery restaurants, you know, um, chic, health, you know, healthy kind of stuff. I don't always eat just like you know, pot roast and um, you know, this old school dining. And for a while, I had to take a break because, and it was when I was like trying to work to get at one hundred, where I was going out like every weekend. And for a while, I'm like, okay, now. I have to go back to sushi and quinoa right. and 
healthy eating because um, vintage restaurant eating is a very healthy, I mean, unhealthy way to eat. And I think that's why I went Mexican for a while, just because I'm like, okay, I can just have a bean burrito. You yeah, know, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> but um, no, there. I got to say, I mean, I do think food's gotten better. I almost, here's the thing. I don't think dining has gotten better. Yeah. But food quality, I think, has gotten better. And, um, you know, if, if people are eating better, then, then that's great. Great on them. I can't I can't make fun of that at all. Uh, I just wish people, you know, maybe try out a, a good old mom and pop kind of place, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, it may not look the cleanest, but whatever. That's, you know, 70 years of history you know, on the carpet, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> here, here, here's one I'll leave you with. Because <laughs> okay. we've gone over an hour here, and we didn't talk records, but how about next show? Uh, yes, anyway. we'll do records next time. Okay, uh, but uh, one, my dad talked about this one, and I believe it was like in Anaheim or something, but I don't think it's around anymore, but I always laugh hysterically when he mentions it. Uh, it's they sell They sold tacos and donuts, and it was called Tokdo. Tokdo. Huh. <laughs> what? You stumped me on that one. I, I think it was around in the 60s, maybe the 70s, but I never went to it. But I was, I was like the combination and the name Tokdo. Tokdo. No, now i got to look, look at my mashes to see if I have one. But, uh, That'd be funny. Start no, collecting that, that souvenirs is, that for that. Yeah. For me. Um, there, you know, that's interesting. There is, you know, Anaheim. Uh, was also a really big hotbed for was is uh, for vintage restaurants and they yeah. still have a few there uh, my favorite Anaheim vintage restaurant uh, is called Mexicasa mm. and uh, which I guess is Mexahome right I guess <laughs> so Mexicasa started somewhere in Anaheim like in the 60s and then there was a restaurant called The Kettle and that was like that typical um I guess turn of the century, if not earlier, style, colonial-looking restaurant. It was next to a hotel. Hmm. So the kettle went out of business, and Mexicasa moved in there. Well, if you go now, it still looks the same. Um, it looks like 1968's version of colonial America. And um, the food is, is whatever. Um, it's very... This is what I call it. It's like 1968 Anaheim white people Mexican food. But... <laughs> But and they only take cash. Oh. But it is ridiculously cheap. You can feed your entire family for like twenty dollars wow. at this place. Um but they make and this just proves how sometimes the simplest things are delicious. They have a dish, it's just called chips and cheese and it's just tortilla chips with a mound of shredded cheese and they put it under the broiler and they bring it out to you and it's delicious. So um you know, like I said, Sometimes simple's best, and it, it's it's really good there. <laughs> so that's my favorite Anaheim. But now I have to go look up this talk though. <laughs> you'll be you'll now. be like me. I, I collect like well, I collect a lot of the stuff you collect, but I collect uh, vintage theme park memorabilia for theme parks that don't exist. You know, and so you'll start collecting oh, any, all this anymore or not exist. Period. Uh, anymore. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, like uh, there's this East Coast one called Freedom Land that only lasted about four years in the early 60s. But, oh, yeah. But I will collect stuff from it because I think it's fascinating. <laughs> and I know the backstory behind it, which makes it more fascinating. <laughs> so. Well, now I'll keep my eye out for you. All right. Because cool. I know there, there's Freedom Land matches because I've seen them. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, I'll keep my eye out for you. I have like a record album and a few other little postcards yeah. and fiddly things like that. Anyway, but all right. Well, this well, is thanks for having me again. And like I said, next time we'll talk records. Yes, I will um, make a note of it. You'll probably be in season three because uh, I'm yeah, almost yeah. to the end of my season here. Good, uh, good. <laughs> but uh, pleasure talking to you again. Yeah. And anything you want to promote? Anything you want to say uh, before we go? <laughs> um, yeah, well, actually, um, I do have my YouTube channel. It's just D McKinney, D M C K I N N E Y. But um, I do have on there. We can get more in it the next time. But I have my record reviews on there, which are called Smart and Vinyl. Wah wah. And um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just I talk. And my whole goal behind it is I just want people interested in records, and um, so I just review records in my collection or just talk records yeah. and um, I also have videos about matchbook collecting uh, thrift store shopping anything like that so if you guys would be so kind as to check me out subscribe tell a friend like Alpha Beta would say uh, I appreciate that so once Ooh, again, ancient so, reference there but then we're saying well, we talk, talk though, so. <laughs> I always say tell a friend after my videos because of Alpha Beta but, it, cool. <laughs> so, but check out my YouTube channel and uh, that's it and like I always say if anyone has any questions regarding matchbooks vintage collectibles anything find me on Facebook shoot me a, a message and uh, we'll talk so, thanks for having me again. I always love being on your show. Thank you again. All right. Talk to you soon. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. You too. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Denise McKinney, for being my special guest. Episode number 70 will be coming soon. If you would like to comment and or be a guest on this podcast, please drop me a line at funideas.mark at gmail.com. Become a patron of Mark Arnold and Fun Ideas Productions. If everyone listening just contributed a dollar a month, that would be a tremendous help in continuing the production of my books and this podcast. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The opening and closing music for the Fun Ideas podcast is provided courtesy of Andrew the Slow Poisoner Goldfarb and is used with permission. This has been the Fun Ideas podcast. This is Mark Arnold speaking. This episode is copyright 2020, Fun Ideas Productions. Thank you and good night. of your loot.